Hello, Hello everyone. everyone. Welcome back Welcome to back. another episode, special episode of DadCast Live on the Bullhorn app. I am JT. That guy over there is Nick. Hello, Nick. What's up? How's it going, guys? It's going well, man. And our very amazing, special, awesome guest who uh, I think just got back from France, if I saw his Instagram uh, thing correctly. Singer, songwriter, American musician out of Nashville, Mr. Brandon Heath. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing well. Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah. Are you great? Um, yeah. Sorry, I'm not like te- technologically savvy, so sometimes it takes me a few tries. But you're right. I did just get back from France, but I've been back maybe like four weeks now, so I'm I'm adjusted back into our time zone. But I hear you. I see. I I recently got back to Florida, and by recently, it's been like five weeks for me as well. And and Florida is a whole different country to me. It kind so, of is to to everybody else who doesn't live in Florida. Exactly. But man, yeah, I haven't quite adjusted yet because I miss me some fish tacos, which is why we go there. But Brandon Heath, man, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day and, and hanging out with us dads and talking all things dads and, of course, your career and your music and everything that led us up to this very point that we sit together right now. Now, the very first question as part of DadCast. The rite of passage, per se. Are you a dad? I am indeed a, a father of two little girls. How old are they? Uh, three. So my my three-year-old just turned three last week, and then my four-year-old turned four in uh, December. So wow. they're about 14, 14 months apart. So you're right in the thick of the, the toddler era of children. Yeah, and I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. In fact, it was bath time. My shirt actually might be a little still wet. It was it was uh, the night to wash hair in bath time, which is always an adventure. Yeah, it but is. Uh, yeah, like that's literally happening right now. So I ran down here to get on the podcast. Well, hey man, you're welcome for that. You know, this hour long break you saved me. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> so you and Nick, you guys got something in common. Uh, I've got a yeah. Yeah, I have All right, a, so you're a girl dad, huh, Nick? No, no, I'm a my two year old's a boy. I do have girls. I have, girl. have kids, but oh, okay, cool. My, my toddler's a little boy, and he is wow. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Bath, bath time always turns into let's let's pee on the floor before we get get in the bathtub, Dad. It's like, it's like, really? Yeah, you know, um, I, I boys are boys are a different story. I, I'm actually kind of thankful that I have girls because boys are like. You, you just cannot like uh don't have any expectations with boys <laughs> apparently is what i hear oh it, it's easy like my girls were like totally different like, like low chill watching bar- barbie combing hair wearing dresses my my boys just like doubles like like crazy like my my, my toddler now he'll climb on the high scene climbed up climbed up on the sink in the bathroom the other day, the day before bath time and I, I turn my back after like like maybe it's me a second and a half, and, and gets up on the on the sink on the counter and decides decides to jump off into a, to a pile of clothes. I'm, oh I'm, wow! Yeah, yeah, I'm like, dude, what are you, do, you doing? Oh, that was awesome. Why didn't you let me film it? I would have been yeah, like, yeah, oh, Come on. <laughs> hey Brandon, let me ask you a quick question. Are you hearing uh, Nick like double talk? Is the audio coming through okay for you? Yeah, I can hear it, but it is double talk. But it's fine. Yeah, turn my mic off. No, maybe just turn it down a bit. I don't know. Again, it's when you do those live streaming thing, you never can tell what the connection is, everyone. You look okay, but <laughs> basically hearing th- this, Nick, Nick, from you you when you're t- telling this story, and it, it's kind of weird. So hopefully we get through it. Now we can't hear you at all. You turn the mic up, buddy. I anyway, Brandon, well, he can start so Nick, do you actually play guitar or do you just collect guitars? I told him to turn the mic down. Now we can't hear him at all. No, okay. Nick, turn the mic back on. <laughs> <laughs> Little knob goes up. Uh oh. We may have lost Nick. We we can see you. We can't hear you. You we look cannot great. hear you, my brother. You yeah, you look, look terrific. Awesome. I'll answer the question for you, Brandon. No, he does not play a lick of guitar. It is for awesome background purposes only, but a lot of them are signed by many 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 artists nick nod your head if you can hear us 
I can hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you. There you are. Okay. So I just turned it on the iMac speakers. Perfect. Okay. There we go. Yeah, there's no there's no issue. So did you hear the question he asked? I answered it for you. Yeah. So no, I don't play guitar. I just uh I collect them and it looks cool. There you have it. See, I, I wouldn't have asked you if you played had I not known that there's lots of people out there that collect guitars because I'm noticing there's like signatures on there. Yeah. Um I mean, do you at least know one chord? No. I feel like it's my job <laughs> I to do at least one chord before it's no, over. I, I don't. And I've and I've oh, tried to I don't have the patience for it. I just I can't like I don't know, maybe I'm just not coordinated enough or something. I just can't figure it out. More importantly here, Nick, are any of those even somewhat close to being tuned? Yes. So ooh, 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 okay. Oh, he does know how to tune. Yeah. So we're getting interactive here. By the way, we are broadcasting live on the Bullhorn app. I see we've got a bunch of listeners right now. You guys, this is an interactive show. You can actually call in, you can chat with us, or if you have any questions for Brandon, go ahead and uh Lay them out for me, man. I'll put them up on there. Uh, Brandon should be able to see them on the screen. If not, I'll let him know. Um, let's let's get let's get and, interactive. And we're actually going to show you right now why Brandon's the musician and I'm not. Okay, <laughs> that's that's what I know. That's, that's not a chord. You're just strumming the strings. I, exactly. My daughter <laughs> knows how to play when she's. It, not it does. It does sound in tune. So I will hand you. The, I'll, I'll hand you that. You, you've got tuned guitars at least. Now that is a okay. We're, we're st- by the way, Brandon. On yeah. every episode of Dadcast we have done to date, um, we tend to sometimes go off the rails just a little bit, and by sometimes I mean every time. So it's <laughs> happened really quick so far in this episode, That's which is I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed. Uh, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna reel it back, back in. in just a tad um, before we get off of the whole kids thing i want to talk more about the experience that you had what you so it was a it was a fateful night about four years nine months ago and you were notified somehow some way that you were going to be a dad for the first time how'd that go emotions was there a story behind it we want to know yeah that's a great question um for me uh well, we we had been trying for a while, so we had we had a, a little trouble getting pregnant, and um, so we waited intentionally a year before we started trying to have kids, and then we uh, we started trying a year a year later, but it wasn't quite working, and so we we got a little help uh, medically, and I won't go into it, you know, for my, my wife's sake. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you all about me. I don't care, but you know, um, but we, we had to have a procedure. My wife had to have a procedure and, uh, and thankfully she was able to, uh, to have kids. And, um, so we found out we were going to have a little girl. Uh, well, we found out we're gonna have a baby and then, um, yeah, it was like, it's like a miracle, you know, because you just there's there's no guarantee in the first place that you are are going to be able to have children. But we're so thankful. We have my my wife loves her OBGYN. Um, his name is Dr. Presley. Amazing guy. And he just had tons of confidence in both her and I. And uh, and that was a big deal. So so when we did get pregnant, we were elated. I think we took. I'm not kidding. I think we did five pregnancy tests to make sure because <laughs> <laughs> we didn't believe it. Um, and then we had, we had Palmer <clears throat> in December and, uh, and we knew that she was going to be a girl. Um, you know, I, I wasn't, I wasn't like, you know, I wasn't more excited one way or another if I was going to have a boy or a girl, but I, I was pretty excited when I found out I was going to have a girl. And, uh, you know, it's weird when, when she was born, um, it is, uh, it is interesting how there's like the the time before children, especially before a daughter where I I wouldn't really cry super easily. Um, I'd cry every once in a while, like maybe twice a year. And now it seems like I'm crying like once a week. I'm just (laughs) like, I'm just like so tender hearted now. And and that's it's her fault. She did it to me. 
Yeah, I, I I know where you're coming from, man. The last time I cried before my daughter was 1994 uh, when Mufasa died. And, uh, <laughs> so, you know, aside from that, you know, I was, I was, I was stone cold, man. And then I had my baby girl who's eight, almost nine now. And, oh, wow. uh, yeah, I mean, gosh, a, a, an emotional like beer commercial comes on and I'll start putting a tear. Oh on yeah. It. Me too. Oh, same. Dude, it's, it's terrible when you're sitting there with your teenage daughter and you're watching one tree Hill and you say, <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> and she's like, dad, what is wrong with you? <laughs> So fast forward then, nine months later, uh, were you in the room? Did, how was that experience for you? Because these are always the nitty-gritty fun stories that we get from oh, yeah. that. Man. No, that's great. Great question. Yeah, I was in the room. Uh, thankfully, my wife uh, wanted me in the room. <laughs> um, and, you know, uh, because we had a great OB, um, he was just very, like, uh, had a plan. Um we actually uh, induced uh, uh, because we had gone a little long. And um, so we, it was maybe more of a controlled environment, uh, pregnant uh, labor situation. Um, so it was pretty chill. Like we went in at midnight and I mean, I slept, <laughs> I slept pretty well. We both did. And then uh, I think by, by 3 p.m. the next day, uh, Palmer uh, was born. And it was a smooth delivery. Uh, I got to help. I got to hold uh, one of her legs. <laughs> right, might yeah. Be, might be TMI for some people, but it was kind of cool like to feel like I was like helping, not only just moral support, but actually physically helping her. Because, you know, let's face it, as a guy, you just feel completely inadequate when you're in the room with with a woman who's who's uh, in labor. Yeah, it can be pretty intimidating. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, very. Were, were you like me? Well, I don't like to say like me. Did you, did it register for you that, did you feel like you were a father? Did you call yourself a father when you're in utero or once your baby was born? Because for me, uh, this has been a point of contention with me and my lady, how I, I didn't refer to myself as a father until after uh, my kids were born or the first one. Yeah. And, and I, I kind of get that too. You know, like actually I asked my wife not to um, give me anything for father's day before, before Palmer was born. I mean, we knew. Um, and I think maybe I gave her a little card, but because of our journey and because we knew of other people that, had um gone through miscarriages mm -hmm. uh you know there's there's always risks and one of the one of the things that one of the doctors said in our fertility clinic he said um there uh you don't have a baby until you have a baby and uh i i i'm sure from his experience he's just seen it all um so yeah there was a part of me that was like reluctant to call myself a father but but yeah i was gonna say you know i'm, I'm gonna be a dad you know, I didn't say I am a dad. I'm going to yeah. be a dad. So, and I find that that's pretty much typical for most guys out there. So yeah. ladies, especially mine in particular, if you end up watching this, if you're watching this live right now from the other room, see, it's not just me. And you yeah. know, I didn't mean anything by it. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of, a lot of guys probably feel the same, same way. So you're a, you're kind of also like me. I'm Nick. I, I'm doing it again. I apologize. I'm just running with the ball, and <laughs> I'm going to take a second. I'm going to step back. I'm going to let you have the conch here for a second. Uh, so yeah, some... it sounds like a lot of similarities to like what my wife and I went through. We had to do IVF to make our baby. Um, I was like done having kids, and I got remarried. I had been fixed for gosh, 15 years, and uh, she. So like, you had a reversal. Yeah, I had the reversal, had the whole, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so, like, she's my best friend, and she didn't have any kids, and, like, it was just something that she's like, I want to have a baby, and I'm like, all right, let's do whatever it takes, and it was uh, quite the journey. Um, so, yeah, we, the thing, uh, we had the baby. He ended up in the NICU for a few months, so it was right in the midst of COVID, so she got to go with him. I got to stay home, oh, so that man. was really rough. It was already weird enough having an IVF baby, and then having him be in the NICU, it was like, oh, I didn't connect with him. So it took a long time to feel like he was mine. So 
it was definitely a, a weird thing, but now it's like, he's my best friend. Like he's my little, my little buddy. Like he just does everything I do, except for I don't jump off sinks anymore <laughs> at first. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's just crazy. We're actually going through IVF again, where we started the process a couple weeks ago. Um, we go up, I think next month to do the egg retrieval and all that kind of stuff. And so this will be the last one for, for us, but yeah. 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 All right. A, well, thankfully, awesome. um, after our first, you know, it's like everything was, was like working great. Uh, yeah. I mean, thankfully, and it was like, it was maybe a little too soon until we had our, our next one. We're <laughs> thankful now that they're close in age, but my right. wife, my wife was like, kind of excited when we got pregnant again but more kind of in shock you know yeah because <laughs> it was so quick versus the first time yeah resty gray uh put in the chat here what a story and i was like is was it was a brandon story whose story <laughs> stories, you know because we just sent you chat but thanks resty uh, if you have a question for brandon go ahead and pop it in there or uh feel free to call in i've been dying to try out this call-in feature uh right here on the bullhorn app I know. I want to see what happens. That'd be really cool. I know. Someone call in and ha- give us a question for Brandon. I- I'm looking at you. I know there's a bunch of you listening right in this very second. So it- don't be afraid. Call in. Let's see. Let's Uh-oh. See now my mom's going to call in. My mom. <laughs> oh, grandma. <laughs> so Brandon, um, I- I- in my uh, obligatory uh, going down the rabbit hole of you in preparation of having you on the show, uh, I put two and two together and realized that you and I are pretty close to the same age. Okay. And we are very much considered skewing on the older end of dads of when we had our first kids. Yes. Do you yep. find that a good thing, a bad thing, or neither here nor there? Because for me, I always thought I, I was shooting blanks, to put it perfectly clear. Okay. Um, it, there was plenty of opportunity, but never a scare. And you know, yeah. I never really got tested or anything. And it's just, it yeah. just, and then all of a sudden, you know, she came at me and said, Hey, hon, I'm pregnant. And I was like, Who are you sleeping with? And, <laughs> you know, long story short, I was 36, 37 when uh, I had my first yeah. kid. And uh, I, I was, I kind of dig it. You know, I got all that kid, that that young man, boy stage out of the way. And I think it prepared me to be a better dad, perfectly honestly. And I'm yeah. just curious, how do you think about that? Oh, I, I'm very similar. Uh, I'm, I'm thankful. You know, my music career, I was able to really pour into my career for many years. And, uh, and I don't know that I would have been able to do that had I had children, you know. I could have, I probably could have done it, but, you know, I'm in a different season now. So, I, you know, I was able to save a lot of money and, uh, and be able to, to be home and not tour as aggressively as I did when I was in the beginning of my career. I don't know how young dads do that and build, you know, a career in music because it requires touring and, you know, going to radio stations and just being gone a lot. So I'm thankful that I got to do that. Um, but also um, what I hear all the time, which I know you guys probably can relate to this, but um, like I hear older dads say, hey, don't blink because it goes by so fast. <laughs> and I've I've lived long enough now to know that that's true. Life speeds by. And so I have that kind of perspective now with, with two little kids that I really like pay a lot of attention to the season that they're in because I, I want to remember it. I know that it's going to go by fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, I'd like to say that every year gets a week shorter hmm. and it feels like it. And yeah. I'm, you know, God help us when we're 70, it's like, you're going to be 71 in like less than a week. And it's who, Hey, we finally yeah. got a question here to, to bring it up. I, I, I'm going to show it. Question from Jason, and I, it didn't direct it at who. What's up, so Jason? Let's all answer it. It's right there on the screen. Do you see it? What do you think is the best age to start thinking about kids? Now, I don't know about you, but I was thinking about having kids in my teen years. You know, am I going to be a good dad? Do I want to be a dad? Um, but if you really meant what's the best age to start having kids, 
know, who am I to say that that's not the right question you asked? But, you know, yeah, Nick, you go first. I'm going to say having kids as a teenager um, and then having a baby recently, I wish I would have waited till I was in my mid-30s. I just, you know, being more responsible, having money saved up not being afraid of, am I going to be able to pay rent this month that, you know, all the, all the crazy stuff you deal with as a kid. Like it's, I, I just, I just think it's better. I tell my kids, wait till you're, you know, older, they like, be married, have fun, travel, do get all that out of your system. Cause when you have a baby going to the Walmart is an adventure. It <laughs> is. <laughs> Nick, so, Nick true, likes to man. take his kids to Vegas and ask him how that one turned out. I wanted to oh, go adoption after we were it was the worst thing i've ever done in my life and we did it twice <laughs> so, yeah you did that's the crazy are there thing. things for kids in vegas like it seems absolutely like not no oh, yeah no they well, have not the kids his home. age yeah it's it was it was terrible it was like we're trying to walk around the showgirls are grabbing him and i'm like no oh, no no <laughs> well so, uh, you learned yeah. that you learned that lesson once um yeah. You know, for me, I'm kind of the the opposite of JP in that I I didn't think about kids much. I mean, I, I like kids and I, I actually love holding babies. Like I just love holding babies. Um, but I always loved giving them back to their moms, or <laughs> you know, it was like but I didn't think about kids a lot. And I think that may be part of like the selfish part of me, but then also I don't know if I felt like I was worthy to be a dad, you know, like it's like a, a, a big honor to be a dad, you know? And, um, so I just, I didn't think about it much and we got married. Of course, we immediately started talking about it, about having kids. Um, but I, you know, if I, I, I and I might side with Nick on this, had I, had I had the opportunity, cause I, I was 36 when I got married. But if I would have gotten married earlier, I probably would have done early 30s, you know. But I think that the biggest question about, you know, age or, or, or the, the part of when should you have kids, I would say it depends on like in your marriage, you know, like give yourself a few years to enjoy each other before, you know, a kid comes along because it completely changes a marriage dynamic, you know. So, um, but yeah, I'd wait a couple of years if you can. And then, uh, age wise, I'd go early thirties. There you go. All right. Hey, I think we have our first caller. You guys, uh, I'm going to hit the button. Let's uh, do I'm it. Show. And let's see. Are you there? Yes. Hey guys. Big fan. Resty gray on the phone, man. How are you, bud? What's up? I'm doing well, thank you. I have a question for you guys. All right. How do you know when you're ready to become a dad? You don't. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to put it, in, that's my answer. You don't. Uh, I think. I think he hung up, and he's going to listen now. Are you still there? Okay. Well, I know he's still listening to the podcast. <clears throat> um, yeah, man, that's a that's a tough one. I think you know you're ready when the baby's born. You know, I think. Yeah. I mean, even then, you may not know that you're ready, but dude, you better be ready <laughs> because yeah. it's hard. Exactly. Like and immediately, there is I, no. I would like, say, like the first time I heard the baby's heartbeat was like a game changer for me. That was like, oh my gosh, there's something alive in there that I have to take care of, that I have to teach how to be a good person, and that that was a big game changer. Just like knowing that it's not just something it's it's got a heartbeat it's and it's starting to look like a person like just going to all the doctor's appointments and seeing the the process of as it gets bigger and moving around and that kind of stuff yeah yeah and resty as i mentioned you trust me you are not ever ready but you can be as prepared as you can possibly mentally um start buying diapers and wipes now and and also fun fact little little pro tip for you but uh it never gets easier, ever, 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 ever. You know, just when you think you got the hang of this, something <laughs> curveball from left field, or they become a teenager, or right. you know, then they have a boyfriend, or uh, it's it's chaos, it's crazy. But I will quote one of my favorite T-shirts 
Uh, it's the hardest job that you will ever love. Leave it at that. Yeah, I like that. Rosa Torres. No, you don't. This is not just for dads. She just put a comment on here. I feel outnumbered here. It's not just for dads. Uh, it's this is dad cast where two dads, Nick and I talk to other celebrity dads. In this case, Mr. Brandon Heath uh, about being dads and the adventure and the path that comes along with it. So we always welcome everyone because guess what? Without the moms and the ladies out there, there wouldn't be any dads. And fun fact, we actually do have a mom coming on the podcast in the next eight weeks. Yes. She's a so, very famous author. Um, but we're so, not going to talk about her when Brandon's yeah. time is on, Nick. <laughs> That's fine. Yes, yeah, That's don't awesome. feel <laughs> but speaking of, of talking about things, uh, is this one of those episodes where we can talk about our newest sponsor, or is that not now? Yeah, we can talk about our newest sponsor. So dish it up, man. We got listeners, and they should drink some beer. That's right. Yeah, so I want to say a big shout out to uh, Great Notion Brewing in Portland, Oregon. They're actually all over the place. You can go to their app and order. Um, use the code DADCAST10 and you'll save 10%. They ship right to your door and the beer actually comes to your door cold. It's yes. Amazing. And, and um, it's really cool. They, they got like all kinds of stouts and lagers and, and like smoothie beers. They like, even made what a bacon pancake beer. It may sound not good, but only in me. Portland, man. Only yeah, uh-huh. in Portland. Yep. <laughs> Great notion brewing. Thanks guys. And uh, yeah. for everyone listening and watching, you should, uh, you should check it out, order some, uh, look it up. Great notion brewing, download the app, dadcast 10 to get your discount directly from us. Thank you very much. Great notion. Brandon. All right. We're back to you, man. So how was that dog sledding in France? I had to ask, man. <laughs> oh, it was incredible. Honestly. Well, it was harder than, than I thought it was going to be. Um, so we showed up, we showed up to this mountain, uh, it's called La Roque d'Enfer, and I have I don't know what that translates. Oh. I think it's that. Yeah, I know. I think it actually means Devil's Mountain. Oh, uh, somebody can correct me on the chat if you want, but I'm be- I believe that's actually what that means. But it's an incredible like skiing mountain, uh, hiking mountain. So we were doing some snowshoeing there, but then you could also dog sled. And uh, this place is in the Alps, so it's in the French Alps. Pretty incredible, like very high elevations, incredible, you know, rock formations. But I had three uh, Alaskan Huskies. Um, so, you know, you see like the Iditarod, you know, they've got like eight. But I only had three and I could barely uh, hang on to the sled. <laughs> so I don't know how they do eight, but it was it was a, it was a, it was pretty wild, honestly. Now, was this like a family vacation, part of a tour? It was actually uh, a group of people that were they were doing like um, hiking around the Alps. And I came along. They, they invited me to come along with my guitar. And so it was, it was a, you know, it's a rough gig. But yeah, it sounds terrible. But it was incredible. We got to see Italy. Um, the Italian Alps, the, the Swiss Alps, and the French Alps. So uh, it was pretty unbelievable. That's awesome. Yeah, I lived vicariously through you for a few minutes. On uh, and by the way, that that whatever camera you're using is probably your cell phone, right? But man, terrific. Came out. Oh, fantastic. nice. It's actually my my laptop. But you were carrying a laptop while you're oh, being. You mean... <laughs> I thought you're talking about right now. No, 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 yeah, no, no, no. The yeah, footage yeah. of was, it was my cell phone. It was my cell yeah, phone. yeah, it looked great. I mean, I, I was, it, you were like right there. It was so cool. Awesome. Ah, nice. Do uh, do the do little girls? I, I know you said four years old now, so yeah, they haven't quite hit that age of reasoning, which I like to call about seven or eight, and oh, not Lord. as aware of. Yeah, be careful. Uh, be careful. <laughs> not quite aware of their surroundings, but do they have any? Comp, do they realize that dad is like a musician superstar? I mean, I think they probably assume that every dad plays music, you know, like <laughs> right. they, they, they just like assume that that's what every dad does. Um, they've only seen me perform once. Uh, and it was interesting because I didn't know how they were going to respond. Um, but they were really good. They were, they were like well-behaved and, um, you know, they, they hugged me after the show and they actually love, they love my music, which I'm, I'm really glad that they do. Cause they, you know, obviously they don't have to like my music, but they, right. they want to hear my music all the time. So I'm really, I'm, I'm thankful for that. That's gotta be a pretty amazing feeling. 
I mean, I know just when I used to work, well, I still work in radio and uh, I had the opportunity many, many, many times to, you know, introduce artists at, you know, fairs or concerts or whatever. And I'd go on stage. And when my son was itty bitty bitty, just barely two years old, I'd bring him on stage with me when I do my introductions and the whole crowd would go nuts and cheer. Yeah. For him, and he would look and I, don't, I know he didn't really grasp it. In fact, I got a picture. Of, nope. I redesigned the garage. That picture is no, no longer there. But I like um, Bill Murray back there. That's a good. Um, thanks, man. Yeah, that's my my my, my chive on Bill Murray in the background. He uh, <laughs> that was just one of those feelings that you know will stick with me a memory forever of yeah. being a baby boy on stage in front of thousands of people. Yeah, uh, I could only imagine you know your children loving your girls liking your music. That's uh, pretty amazing. That's yeah. They, they may not like it forever, but they like it for now, so I'll take it. Speaking of music, there was a rumor, a little birdie uh, flew by, mentioned that you may possibly be interested in playing a tune or two right here live on the podcast. Man, I could, yeah. it's it's. I don't know how good my mic is, but I would definitely be into it. Okay, cool. yeah, that's that's the thing. It's We'd love to, yes, absolutely. But we understand full well that this isn't ideal microphone situation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, well, yeah, let me grab, if you'll give me a second, I'll grab my guitar. and then, Absolutely. Uh, and uh, this will give us time to do more promoting of such things like Great Notion Brewing. Promote, <laughs> promote. Go Did for it. What question we have, JP? I'm a what? There's another question down there, too. Oh, what's one surprising, oh, here, I'm going to show it. Boom. There we go. Jason says, no, it was Rosa. Yeah. Let's see here. Let's show it. What's one surprising thing that fatherhood has taught you? Uh, well, I'm still trying to learn the lesson, Rosa, but that is patience. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm considerably yeah, I'm, yeah. more patient man than I used to be prior to being a father, um, and I could still work on it daily. Yeah, I'm going to roll with JP on that one. Patience and less selfish. Like I, I don't do things for me anymore. Well, I go to the gym for me at 3 a.m. So I don't miss out on baby time and and family yep. time. 3 a.m. What time do you get up? 2.30. Man, he's he's wrote, he's like a Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Uh, did you see that question there, uh, Brandon? Before we get into the music, I'd love to hear your answer on it. What's one, one surprising, surprising thing? Yeah. Uh, you know, I think for me... Well, we mentioned it earlier, like how much of a softy uh, I've become since I've become a dad. Um, you know, I think for me, um, I'm 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 better at at hair than I thought I was going to be. You know, <laughs> like uh, ponytails and yeah. top top knots is what they call them. Um, I've you know. I've never had long hair, so I, I didn't know how I would how I would do it with hair. But I think I've done okay. I'm pretty proud of myself, at least. My Where wife, if she were down here, she might have a comment about that. But <laughs> I, I'm learning how to do hair. So, all right, uh, everybody, we are live on the Bullhorn app with Brandon Heath, American. Uh, do uh, American? I stopped it right there. Yeah, he's just an American. <laughs> Singer songwriter, and you know, on the Wikipedia page, it does classify it as Christian singer songwriter. Is that wholeheartedly accurate, or is that how you would, you know, define your genre? Well, the, yeah, that's the genre that I'm in. We call it a contemporary Christian. Contemporary so, Christian, Mr. Brandon Heath. Music. So a lot of people would be confused about what's the difference in contemporary Christian and gospel music, and I would say. You know, we we basically because there's like there's lots of even different kind of gospel music as well. Um, like there's R and B, there's like quartet singing, there's church music, and then even in in my genre in Christian music, there would be what we would call worship music that you would sing at church. And then for me, CCM is kind of like it's like pop music, but it's about faith. That's there you how have it. I would classify it the 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 the, the best. Um, but yeah, if you're going to like a record store, which nobody goes to record stores anymore, if you're on if you if you're on Spotify, there is such a thing. I, well, I know, I know. <laughs> if you're on Spotify or Apple, 
um, you'd go to like the Christian section. That's where you'd find my, my music. But, you know, I grew up in Nashville, Tennessee, and I grew up on country and top 40. And so those are big influences of mine. Um, <clears throat> so uh, I figured I would, oh, this guitar is hopelessly out of tune. Could use my other guitar. Sounds um, good, man. What's that? It sounds good to me. Okay, good. Well, I'm glad it sounds good. So this is a song that I wrote for uh, for Palmer. But when I found out I was going to be a dad, I didn't know she was going to be a girl yet. But I found out she was going to be a girl on the day that I wrote this song. Wanna build full walls, keep you safe inside, and catch you when you fall. To wanna see you cry. And when you walk down the street, make you hold my hand. I want to lift you off your feet, be a Superman, Superman. I want to take you for a ride when you cannot sleep. Brush your hair to the side, kiss you on your cheek. I want to stay up all night, making sure you breathe. Oh, my God, what a gift he has given me. I brought you into this world. I'm sorry, it's a little bit crazy. I tell you, there's so much good. Though the future looks a little bit hazy. But see, God being him, I have a promise. He'll give us everything that we Faith, hope, love Faith, hope, love Cause there will be days when you lose your faith There will be nights when you give up hope Disappointment and pain And you flirt with the shame So you can call me from the end of your road I'll give you whatever I have But there's only one thing you need That's love I'll Give you my love my love, I give you my love, I brought you into this world, I'm sorry it's a little bit crazy, I tell you there's so much good, though the future looks a little bit hazy, but see God me and him have a promise, he'll give us everything that we need, faith, hope, and love, faith, hope, and love. Repeat, faith, hope, and love. Faith, hope, and love. Repeat. Brandon Heath. So good. Live on DadCast and the Bullhorn app, performing live while we're live. Kind of an inception y type crazy thing here, man. Yeah, no, no, so pressure. no pressure. No <laughs> pressure. Oh man, amazing man! That you know that hit me right in the feels too. Oh, I, it, all right. Is there a possibility for more children in your future? I mean, yeah, it's possible. Like biologically, biologically, yeah. I mean, we're 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 definitely like keeping our options open still. Okay, but frankly, I don't want to have to go buy a bigger car. <laughs> <So> <laughs> <probably> <laughs> The reason I ask is is because making the comparison, um, you in your case, you have two girls. Um, Nick's got boys and girls. I've got uh, a 17 year old stepdaughter, my 11 year old son, who's almost 12, and my eight year old baby little, who's not baby little anymore. She's going to be nine next month. And wow. I, in fact, today was one of the very first times I, I, I brought her into school a little bit late. Shame on dad. There was a good reason for it. But, uh, it, I got out of the car like I always do to walk her into the school. She's like, Dad, you're cool. You can stay at the car. I'm like, I'm, are you serious? You're only <laughs> eight years old. This isn't supposed to happen yet. You're not yeah. supposed to be embarrassed when Dad – I'm just walking to the office. There's no kids around. It's you know, it's after you know the bell has rung. And yeah. hesitantly, she let me walk her into the office and, and check her in. And then it was like, come here, give me a kiss. And she's like, looks at me horrified. I'm like, oh, my gosh, we've, we've made it that far. Yeah. Oh no! So give her a hug. She went on her way, but 
point of that exhaustive story right there is the difference between being a father to a boy and a girl, uh, both equally amazing, but the feelings and the heart around being a dad, daughter to a dad, dad, daughter, dad to a daughter is yeah. absolutely just, it's hard to put into words, man. It, it It's, it's very powerful. That's what I'm saying. And yeah, you have this, um, you have this big responsibility to protect her, you know? Um, but I'm, I'm really thankful that I've got, you know, my wife is, is pretty incredible. And it's funny, like as soon as our kids were born, she kind of became the head of the household. I mean, she's like the, she makes all the plans. Like she's, she's got the plan together and I just show up and try to help, you know? Um, I think, I think obviously I am the, the head of the household, but, um, you know, it's, it's kind of cool to see her and her element. Um, but for me as a dad, I think, uh, the way that I can support her, um, but also, uh, to be there for the girls is just to, I don't know, that they know that they are protected and loved and dad's not going anywhere. Even though I travel a, a ton, um, we always say, um, dads moms and dads always come back and so they know that you know i'm not gonna abandon them uh and uh they know that they're loved um i think that it's gonna obviously get more challenging as they grow up and hormones come into the pic the picture and boys come into the picture and you know like like you just said like you roll up to school and they don't want to be seen with you that's gonna like that's gonna sting for me. It, 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 it really hasn't even sunk in for me that she's not even nine years old. It's third grade. We went to Disneyland two weeks ago and she yeah. held my hand the entire trip. Yeah. So here we are two weeks later and walking into school. She's like, I think it was more of an I'm independent, big girl thing. I can walk into school by myself more than a don't want to be seen with dad thing. That's coming. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but uh, I think she was just like, I'm misindependent and, and yeah. I'm already running late dad. Go. It's cool. But you know, yeah. it's funny. I remember my dad used to come <clears throat> visit. Well, my dad was a police officer and every once in a while he would come to school and have lunch uh, with me at school. And I always thought it was cool. Like in uniform off, you know, was he in uniform? Oh yeah. Always. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> so, but then there was a time when I was like, Dad, I don't want you to come to school anymore. You know, <laughs> like it, you just got made fun of, you know, because your dad, I don't know. People made fun of me because my dad was a police officer in there. Uh, so I was like, okay, don't, don't come to school anymore. And I'm sure it had to hurt a little bit, but. Oh yeah. Yeah. There comes a time when you're just like, it's not cool to have mom and dad come to school anymore. Just ask Nick how it feels having a 17 year old daughter right How's now. How's it going, Nick? Oh. Dude, <laughs> so my the, my daughter's mom and I are not together anymore. So when she gets upset or she's not happy with dad, she goes back and lives with mom. When she's not happy with mom, she comes back and lives with dad. So the last blow up we had, I'm like, she just basically she kind of has this attitude of I can do whatever I want. I can show up when I want because she's very involved in her church, which is not a bad thing. Like she does worship and I think it's great, but they're instilling that church comes first, your parents come second. So I have, a, I have a problem mm. with that, and I've voiced my opinions and she doesn't like that. I've gone to the pastor and I'm like, Hey, you need to stop teaching my daughter that my rules don't apply when she's at church. I get that's just, I've never knew a church like that growing up. And if I was a pastor and you rolled up with your tattoos, and your beard, <laughs> I would be like, oh, man, I'll do whatever you want, Dad. Yeah. So, well, the crazy thing is, like, you know, Cutlass, right? Yeah. So, so John Micah is the was the the worship leader at this church that they go. So I've known John Micah. Okay, awesome. Whole life. I yeah. went to church with him as a kid. And so he's a friend of mine. So like, they, they all know me and stuff. And it's, it's not like. I'm not like, I'm a big teddy bear. <laughs> and, uh, so he's also five, two Brandon. So it's, yeah, yeah. You know. I'm, yeah. I'm five, two on a good day, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So, so, you know, this kind of that stuff. And then it, it turned into, you don't respect me. You don't. I'm like, you know what? Here's the deal. You're grounded. You can go to church. You're home by nine. You can go to work. You come home directly after work. She works at in and out. So sometimes she doesn't get home until midnight. 
no friends, no nothing for two weeks. You just need to learn to respect the the rules. And this is this this is recent, Nick. This is this was the last thing about what four weeks ago when she moved out again. Oh, again, I, I so I, I yeah. just edited a video yeah, so, where so, we were yeah, talking so about was, how you was, parked the car. Yeah, yeah. So she was going back and forth, and then so we took her car away, parked it funny, so she couldn't get it out of the driveway. <laughs> well, are we past all that? Did we ever have a resolution to that scenario? Yes. So she has her car back. She's with her mom. She and she's not talking to me right now. Oh, so not much has changed. No, well, it, so I, I I give it a couple more weeks, and she'll she'll probably break down and come back. And this I, is what you have to look forward to, Brandon. I, you know, yeah, guys, you guys are scaring me right now. And, <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> it's like, thankfully I have my little my little little who today broke my heart mm-hmm, uh, to fall back on. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, have you put together a fast five? I did. Actually. All right. So, Brandon, we like to do a segment on the uh, our recorded version of this show that we're going to try here live. Um, it should work out just fine. It's just five fast questions. They're not crazy. Uh, answer them. Don't answer them. Entirely up to you. But they're not controversial. So I should just shut my mouth and let Nick ask the question. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's nothing weird. <laughs> All right. What's your favorite meal to cook for your kids? For my kids, quesadillas. Boom! Love you, that. Okay, follow yeah. up question: How do you get them to eat quesadillas? My kid will only eat uh, macaroni and cheese, but it has to be p- the uh, Paw Patrol macaroni, shaped like. <laughs> oh one. wow! Uh, yeah. Well, honestly, it's kind of the opposite. My kids won't eat macaroni and cheese. Wow. My three-year-old, we had mac and cheese tonight. Actually, okay. my three-year-old did try some of her. Or macaroni, but my four-year-old is super stubborn, won't do it. So she's she's either quesadilla or peanut butter and jelly. That's it. Ling Ling is in the chat. Ling Ling, I promise I will ask Brandon that question as soon as we're done with the fast five. So don't go anywhere, Ling Ling. All right. If you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and why? If I could have a billboard with anything on it, oh man. Uh, <laughs> I guess it would be like if, like if I was on a billboard. Is that what you're saying? If you, you could put whatever you want on it, whatever you want on this billboard, any saying, you could put Nick's picture, face on it, whatever you Anything. want. I mean, if I could have a billboard, it would be a picture of me in space. <laughs> That's the best <laughs> I could go. Are there any like, words against space? That, that's my thing. If anybody out there is watching and you want to invite me to go like on uh, what is it on Virgin Galactic or whatever. Right. I'm in. I want to go to space. Hey, hey Jeff Bez- Bezos, if you ever get wind of this particular episode, first of all, we would love a sponsorship. And second, we exactly. got to get Brandon up uh, up in space, man. And, and then I Nick and I right behind him. Yeah, I kind of want to go, too. And you know, or e- our buddy Elon Musk. If if yeah. I know you're planning on sending people up there, Elon, too. come on, let's go. Elon's my man. I own a Tesla, which I, I may not own for much longer, to be perfectly honest. But I love that damn car, and I love Elon. Anywho, why, sorry. Why are you, okay, wait, 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 wait. Why are you thinking <laughs> about getting your rid of your Tesla? So the responsible dad part of me has for I can't even explain why or what is going on. But I woke up and I said I need to budget better and, you know i'm doing fine you know i obviously have the car and make it payments yeah. and you know all this stuff but i woke up and said i need to spend less money every month yeah and, it's a luxury and item it, it is so part of that sacrifice would be to get rid of the tesla and a couple of other things that are not necessary in my life that they're fun and I enjoy them and they're fun to have around, et cetera, but not needed. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's not going to hurt me to not have these things. So yeah, I respect part that. Of that was the Tesla. And, uh, you know, and, and by doing these few things, I'm saving myself about a thousand bucks a month. Uh, so that, that is what led me to that. Now it's still sitting like right over there. And I don't have to do this, but D-Day is coming. And by D-Day, I think I'm going to phone call when you and I are done with this whole thing. And that final decision is, it, it'll be like, okay, do you want to do it? And it'll be, yep. And and that's that. But yeah, good you know, for you, man. 
but but it, it's also a goal-driven oriented thing for me. I'm a very goal-driven guy. I I spent three years working super hard doing all kinds of stuff to be able to get that Tesla and I achieved that goal and I got it. Now it's like I want to get rid of it so I can buy two more, but with cash <laughs> in the future. Because one of those is going to my lady and the other one is going to go to me. So I am instilling new goals to work forward. And it, it's basically lighting a fire under my ass. And 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 there you go. There's a long-winded answer to that question, Brandon. Go for it. <laughs> I right. like right. I, I admire you for that. Thank you very much. Yeah. Back to the fast five. What's yes, your Nick. favorite venue to play? Oh, favorite venue to play. It's still the Ryman Auditorium. So the Ryman is in Nashville, Tennessee. And I've gotten to play some cool places, but the Ryman is an old church. And, but it's like, like old, old, like, um, like early 1900s and Mm -hmm. all wood on the inside. And, uh, and now it's like, it's just a big venue. Um, I got to see Coldplay there 2003 when they were a brand new band. Uh, it's just really, really cool room. Nice. Um, your proudest accomplishment as a parent. Hmm. Oh, so far, so far uh, I am, I am currently building a log cabin playhouse in our backyard. Dude. Yeah, (laughs) it is. It's coming together. I'm going to, I'm going to post about it Uh soon on my Instagram. I think (laughs) do it just, (laughs) Just back up camera. There you are. Okay. All right. This is Um, my backup. All right. So yeah. So yeah. I'm building. I'm building a playhouse, and I'm. I'm pretty proud of it. That's awesome. Uh, Funniest parenting fail. Funniest. We've all done terrible things with our kids. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, if my wife were here, she could just like machine gun answer these (laughs) questions. I mean, I've definitely like taking the girls like on walks and not taking diapers. Our, our three-year-old is still in diapers. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's always kind of embarrassing when you're like changing them yeah, in public and you don't have another diaper. It's like, okay, well, let's get home. Yeah. <laughs> we're going skivvyless. I'm still, I'm still working on that. You know what? My wife takes care of so much. She doesn't let me fail very much. So yeah. And, and that's, that's again, awesome. isn't it? You know, props to the moms out there, man. Without you, I can only imagine. I mean, I, the single moms, man. Yeah, I don't hands know how down, you do amazing. But being a single dad, oh man, that's again difficult. And and props yeah. to all you guys out there doing just that. Yeah. All Nick, right. So I got I got to ask one more question. Do okay. you let your girls watch Coco Melon? <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so they did watch Coco Melon for like a year and then it just like it 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 really worked on me. I was like, we can't do this anymore. So they don't even know that it's still on. Okay. <laughs> I think it you make, that's all you gotta do is just cut them. You gotta we're, cut them off. We're, we're, dude, we actually were working on it. So I made the mistake. I'm like going through trying to find cool stuff for the baby to watch and came across Coco Melon about a year ago. And uh and you regret it. I do. Every every day, it's like stays in the top ten on Netflix. Like it's overall, real. yeah, it stays in the top ten on Netflix. It's got billions of views on YouTube. I don't get it. Like, I think we're in the wrong business. I think we need to start a, I don't know, some kind of weird computer animated. Well, we can, I hope we don't find out in a few years that that show, like. Is has rot, rotted their brains, right? <laughs> you know? I, keep, I keep watching these subliminal programming that are saying that it makes kids like angry and like, and we and I did an experiment with my son. And I'm like, if you let him watch it for like 30 minutes, it's the way they film it and the the movement of the the characters and stuff, and then the the colors. If you turn it off, they'll throw a temper tantrum for like an hour, and every single time it happened. So we stopped just basically cold turkey. No more cocoa melon. His attitude has been completely different. Like he doesn't throw fits anymore. He doesn't, he was like hitting and kind of just getting very like weirdly demanding for a (laughs) two-year-old. For a two-year-old. Yeah. Like, like really weird. It's like, 
I need cocoa melon now. It's like, how do you know that sentence? That's how, <laughs> what, yeah. what is happening here? So yeah, cold turkey, he's like a different kid. So I think there's something to all the stuff I've been reading about and watching on YouTube of there's some kind of weird subliminal message in Cocoa Melon that is probably evil. <laughs> it should probably just <laughs> go away or something. Who knows? Well, my best suggestion is just like keep it, keep cut it off. Brandon, I'd like to add a couple more questions. I always tend to do this. Um, Nick it, didn't ask it, and I'm I'm still waiting for him to take one of my questions away when he does the Fast Five. Thankfully, did, he has I not done so time. yet. You I know. So I, you were so I, I only got I got I pretended to be angry for the benefit of the show, Nick. You were like two year old toddler angry because like ratings. I demanded you don't do that again, <laughs> Brandon. You can play a show with any artist living or dead that you have not previously already played with, who's it going to be? James Taylor. Ooh, James Taylor. I've actually met James a few times. Hollywood Bowl back in 98. Saw him perform there. Yeah, he's a cool guy, man. Was he, was he, yeah, was he kind? Oh, he was. Absolutely. He, uh, I I call her my mother-in-law, but it was just my girlfriend's mom at the time. But we're still like friends and family to this day. So when I, when I, if, if Mama Debbie, if you're watching this, Helen, you know, yes, he, uh, she met him as well. And he was, he gave her all the time, answered all the questions, took pictures. It was, he's, he's a good guy. Man, that's awesome. He's, he's been through a lot in his life. He's written a couple of books. Um, but man, his music is just like, it's so classic. It, it like just soothes me, and and it, he was one of the first artists that I liked personally. You know, right? Like you grow up and you listen to like the music that your mom and dad listened to, but then I discovered James Taylor. I was like, James Taylor is my artist. I like him a lot. There you go. I've got two more questions. All right. Maybe one question I might not ask. That all depends on the answer. Why do I always explain things? Okay, you ready? Have yeah. you watched any or listened to any of our shows? prior to this it's okay if you say no i have not okay good that's kind of what i was hoping for now okay. i've been looking for a better answer to the nick you know what's coming i've been looking for a better answer to a certain question that i always ask now as i mentioned earlier i worked in radio um i've had the opportunity to interview countless musicians and movie stars and blah blah, blah whatever and uh one particular guy nailed this question better than anyone else ever has and uh, I'm still looking for someone. So no pressure. All uh, right. To do better. And I will let you know who it was and what he answered after you answer. What okay. is one thing Brandon Heath cannot leave the house without? What's one thing I cannot leave the house without? Um, dang. My ball and chain. My iPhone. Okay. All right. See, and that is pretty much 99% of what everyone answers. Yeah. You're going to smack yourself in the head when you hear what I'm about to tell you. Pants. My man, George Thorogood responded okay. to that question with out skipping a beat. What's one thing I can't leave the house without kissing my wife. Ooh. And I've That's been searching George. and searching and searching for someone to come up with something as good as that. Whoo. All right. Yeah. And the Definitely final question. Nobody's answered it. I know. Okay. Yep. And the final question, Brandon, this one's a doozy. It's pretty deep. Okay. If you could impart one piece of wisdom to any new dad or soon to be dad, what would it be? Uh, new dad or soon to be dad. Uh, get up early at least like every other day and let your wife sleep in a little bit, a little bit more than she normally would. Cause she's exhausted. That's, that's my, that's my advice. And there you have it. Hey, you want to be my son real quick? He just keeps opening the door. So I'm yeah, going to put him on the spot. Come here, boy. So this is Brandon Heath. This is my son, Sawyer. What's up, Sawyer. Nice Supreme shirt. That's pretty. He sick. said nice Supreme shirt. Yeah. <laughs> he, he just went it's a knockoff though dad it's a knockoff that's okay i still think it's cool he likes it okay whatever you want to do go do it okay i'm in the middle of recording a, a, a podcast right, we gotta ask we have to ask that one question we didn't ask yet what's the one question it just, it just popped up on the questions oh let's see 
Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. I'm sorry. Ling Ling, I, I, I got sidetracked, and I hope you're still there listening. Uh, she asks, I think it's a she. I'm assuming yeah. Ling Ling is a she. Um, I know this isn't a question about fatherhood, but are you going to go back on tour, Brandon? Uh, yes. In the fall, I will be touring. Um, I'm doing some headlining in the fall. You can go to brandonheathmusic.com. Uh, to find my tour dates. They're not up yet, but they will be in about a month. And then I'm doing a Christmas tour. Uh, but for now, I'm doing a backyards. So I I did this thing in 2020 where I played people's backyards because music venues weren't open. Yep. And I did a, a select few in 2021 and I loved it. So you know, now that music venues are open, we're, we're playing bigger rooms again, but I actually wanted to save a few weeks to play backyard. So that's what I'm doing in the next two months. And then I'll take the summer off and I'll start touring again in the fall. Nice. There you go. And uh, you actually answered a question. Where do we go to check out all of Brandon Heath's music, get all the information on you? Brandon yeah, Heath. you can go. Yeah. Find me on uh, Instagram at Brandon Heath. Uh, Facebook uh, at Brandon Heath official and big news. I've got a new record coming out on the 20th. Yes, you do. Yes. So that's, we, that's the biggie. Uh, my first new record in five years. Uh, does it drop so the 22nd, right? It's on the 22nd. Yep. Uh -huh. Enough already is the name of it. I'm really excited. Now, what are the odds? Oh, here. No, I'm really now. We're going to ask you to play one more song to take us out of this live interview here on bullhorn app. What are the odds of playing one of those songs off the new album? Is that oh, even realm of possibility? Yes. I should probably play. I should probably play the new single. <laughs> let me get a. Let me get a pick real quick. Yeah, buddy. And everyone hey. watching and listening, uh, thank you so much for uh, taking time out of your day to checking out DadCast. Of course, uh, if you want to see all of our episodes and all of our great celebrity guests that we've had on, go to DadCast.co. And uh, you can get a full rundown or check out our YouTube channel. Just search up DadCast Podcast and you can get a visual of all of those. And wherever you do get your podcast fix from, whether it be Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Pandora, whatever, uh, just search up DadCast. Brandon Heath, live on Bullhorn. Things are getting real. Jesus, take the wheel. Only way I'm getting to the other side. Days are getting dark. Life's a little hard. Blinding, but I'm trying not to lose sight. I don't got this. I know you got this. Yeah. And I believe it before I see it. Yeah. I know you're going to see me do it. If anybody can, you can do it. Gotta know the trail and the pain, the fire and the rain. You're going to see me do it. You're going to see me do it. If anybody can, you can do it. And whenever my heart runs away, you say the day you're going to see me through it. When the sky falls, who am I going to call? The one who put it up there in the first place. Full-scale attack, devil on my back. Better lace him up and go put on my game face. I don't got this. I know you got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I believe it before I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're going to see me through. If anybody can, you can do it. Gotta know the trial and the pain, fire and the rain. You're gonna see me through it. You're gonna see me through it. If anybody can, you can do it. And whenever my heart runs away, you say the day you're gonna see me through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're gonna see me through it. He is Brandon Heath, contemporary Christian musician. I just want to say singer-songwriter, amazing man who makes music out of Nashville, Tennessee. That works Thank for me. So much for taking time out of your day, hanging out with us dads here on DadCast, man. So much appreciated. I look forward to uh, actually meeting you in person. Um, I'm going to throw out a very vague final question. Uh, are you in town in the first couple weeks of July? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I'm just going to leave it at that. In the first few weeks, uh, am I in where? Are, are you, you home? In are you Nashville? in Nashville? I mean, am I in Nashville the first yeah. few weeks of July? Heck yes, I'm here. Okay, then, uh, right. then, then, then we'll get into more detail and maybe send an email or a text later regarding such things. 
Sounds uh, good. I just want to hang out, Nick. You know what I mean? See, I say, we'll, we'll be in Nashville, turns out. Exactly. <laughs> but we can't say why yet. That's the thing. It's a it's a it's a secret big dadcast thing. But yeah. Yes. Follow us on all the social medias. You'll find out. <laughs> yeah. Brandon, follow us. Going. You can find out. <laughs> <laughs> Love you definitely it. don't want to miss what's going to happen. It's huge. It's. I was thinking of incorporating him, but you know, pump your brakes, JP. I get it. Um, <laughs> Brandon, thank you so much for hanging out on Dadcast, man. You've been an amazing guest, and what I like to show is a true good example of what fatherhood can and be, should be, and will be manifested right in you. So amazing man thank you so much thanks guys thanks for having me i look yeah. forward to seeing you in nashville yeah right. buddy and for everyone else watching and listening uh thank you so much for uh listening and and, and checking out dadcast as well for all information and other old episodes dadcast.co check us out on youtube dadcast podcast search it up and of course like subscribe comment do all those good things if you love it like it if you hate it smash it whatever we'll take it <laughs> we'll see you on the very next episode thank you so much